Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with more news and views from the Nefarium on February 8th, 2024. The Nefarium's been busy, but we'll get back to that. Um, don't forget, we do have a vid chat tomorrow afternoon. Fortunately, it does not look like this weekend, the weather cycle that has been plaguing us for about a year and a half now is going to hit. So we're going to have our vid chat at the regularly scheduled time of 2 p.m. However, please remember, I'll be in there early. Chances are I will start the vid chat early. I know a lot of you out there like to do the vid chat and then go eat dinner and then pop into Dark Journalist to listen to him. And frankly, I do too. So anyway, Regular time tomorrow, no weather events scheduled, but I do plan to be there early and we'll probably start early. So remember, please get your questions and comments in no later than 10 o'clock U.S. Standard Time tonight. We've had a couple of individuals who like to straggle uh, to the very last minute. I'm probably going to quit the lenient policy <laughs> if that keeps going on. Um, but please remember, get your questions, comments in no later than 10 o'clock tonight. I know a lot of you wait till the last minute. Please don't do that. Uh, it just complicates everything for everybody, including me. But anyway, I want to talk about the news, and there's been a lot of it. I had, I had real difficulty today figuring out what I was going to talk about. Was I going to talk about Russia notifying Japan that it was withdrawing from a joint treaty that the two nations had been signatories to regarding nuclear weapons. Well, that was significant news to be sure. But there was another story that intervened. Do I want to talk about the EU farmers apparently winning some of their protests in the European Union? And by the way, now Spanish farmers have joined the Dutch, the French, the Italians, and the Germans. <laughs> to protest the uh, nonsense going on in the European Union from the so-called uh, democratic structures of that. And of course, folks, the European Union is nothing even remotely like a representative democracy. So the farmers apparently have won another round, but uh, my caution to the farmers is you need to tear down the whole structure of the existing European Union and redo the whole dang thing. And in the process, don't surrender your national sovereignty. Or do I want to talk about the former Russian president, Dmitry Medvedev? And by the way, folks, it's Medvedev, not Medvedev. Do I want to talk about Dmitry Medvedev, current deputy chairman of the Russian Federation Security Council, and his recent comments questioning just who in the United States really has charge of America's nuclear codes. Now, he's raised this issue before. He just did it again, because I think the Russians are openly saying what everybody over here is thinking. Would you trust the nuclear weapons to this morally bankrupt, senescent, senile, uh, grifting, treasonous, I mean, what what adjective do we lack to describe this hideous man? Um, we could talk about all that, but I decided not to. <laughs> I 
There's another story out there that as the United States has been debating, the American Congress has been debating how much more aid do we need to send to the Ukraine and to Israel before we can protect our own borders. And of course, you all know the story by now that the deal brokered by Oklahoma Senator James Langford with the Democrats to send some more money to the Ukraine and to Israel in return for a bunch of so-called uh, tighter measures, which are absolutely not at all tighter measures regarding the border. They're just measures designed to hamstring Mr. Trump if he gets re <laughs> if he gets reelected. I mean, it's all nonsense. But there's another story that is out right now as this whole border bill fiasco has exploded in the faces of the people who tried to broker it. I'm linking two articles. This first one is called Weapons Sent to Kiev Found in Possession of Mexican Cartels. This is very short. I'm going to read the whole thing. But I want to point out that this article is under question from some of the commentators as to whether or not it's even true. Now, I leave it up to you to go do your research. I personally and frankly think that there's an element of truth in it because we've heard the stories about these weapons that have been shipped to the Ukraine turning up all over the place. And we're going to get to the second article, which has been confirmed, but this article mentions the very same thing. So, weapons sent to Kiev found in possession of Mexican cartels. This was Dateline just two days ago. And here's the whole article, quote, According to an unknown official, the weapons sent to Kiev have been found in the possession of Mexican cartels and Hamas. A law enforcement official, and we're not even told what country it is, America, Mexico, the Ukraine, Palestinian Authority, Israel, who? A law enforcement official informed TASS that some of the weaponry that Western nations have been supplying to the Ukraine has been found in the hands of armed organizations from the Middle East and Mexican drug cartels. Quote, the weapons that are being provided to the Ukrainian armed forces have already been found in the possession of Mexican cartels and the radical Palestinian movement Hamas, unquote, he said. The Ukraine war, listen to this one, the Ukraine war revolves around Germany, with the war serving as Washington's weapon of choice to sabotage Nord Stream and create divisions between Germany and Russia via the Ukraine. So in other words, everything else that we know about the Ukrainian war, the money laundering, the bioweapons labs, the GMO licenses, and so on and so forth, you can add the motivation that the other alternative purpose for this crazy war is to prevent any sort of Russo-German rapprochement and potential military or economic alliance. And of course, that would be quite a powerhouse. German industry and Russian resources, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's something that you want to prevent, but you don't do so by blowing up their pipelines. According to the unnamed official, the West's level of mistrust in Kiev rose significantly after reports on such wayward weapons began appearing.
quote, Western countries have now increased anti-corruption controls related to weapons supplies, unquote, he added. And that's the whole story. And you'll note when you read the story that there are a couple of commentators below that say that the story's fake. Well, I have my misgivings. Which brings us to the second story, and I want you to listen to this one very carefully. This appeared just yesterday. The story is by an Adam Andrzejewski, and um, the title of the article is Waste of the Day, Over $1 Billion Worth in Weapons Missing in the Ukraine. So here's my, uh, my excerpts from this article. Quote, the Department of Defense is supposed to use special enhanced end-use monitoring techniques to safeguard key weapons such as smaller high-tech weaponry provided to the Ukraine, which are likely targets for theft or oligarchical resale to fatten the bank accounts of Zelensky and company, maybe, huh? The audit says these monitoring procedures are not properly being followed in the Ukraine due to staffing shortages, <laughs> poor internal logistics, and more. And under the and more category, folks, you can bet your bottom dollar we're including corruption, smuggling, graft, and all of that. The audit says these monitoring procedures are not properly being followed in the Ukraine due to staff shortages, poor internal logistics, and more. The audit found that $1 billion of the $1.7 billion, or 59%, in enhanced end-use monitoring designated weapons provided to the Ukraine as of June 2023 are delinquent, meaning they can't be accounted for in inventory reports. Maybe the weapons are being used properly, Maybe they've been stolen by Russian forces. No one can be completely sure. Or maybe they've been stolen by Ukrainian oligarchs. Maybe even Zelensky himself. Who knows? The weapons, listen to this, includes night vision devices, anti-tank missiles. Imagine what those would do in the hands of some terrorists or Mexican drug cartel uh, drug lords attack drones, and small-diameter bombs. About the only thing we're missing there, folks, are shoulder-fired surface-to-air missiles, and I wouldn't be surprised that some of those have gone missing. The report also found that inventory databases were not regularly updated and that the Ukrainian armed forces failed to properly report missing weapons. Officials have stressed that the weapons may, in fact, be completely fine. Just because the Department of Defense failed to keep track of the weaponry does not necessarily mean it was stolen. Or it could mean, folks, as I've suspected all along, that all of this aid to the Ukraine is the cover story for what they have intentionally wanted to happen all along. And that's the use of the Ukraine and the excuse of this war as a transshipment point to get weapons into the people's hands that they want it to go into so that they can create more tension, more false flags, and so on. Like putting the weapons in the hands of Hamas or putting the weapons in the hands of the, of the Mexican cartels and so on.
This is, quote, not the first time the weapons have gone missing during Biden's administration. In Afghanistan in 2021, the Taliban seized seven U.S. helicopters, each worth as much as $21 million. The Department of Defense also lost track of $174 million worth of drones provided to Afghanistan. And skipping to the very end of the article, while there's no direct evidence that weapons in the Ukraine have actually been misused, the $1 billion inventory error calls into question the White House constant assurances that any aid would be carefully tracked. Yeah, folks, I don't care how you slice it, what they're doing is they're using this to launder money, to transship weapons. None of this appears to me to be ultimately about the Ukraine or, or checking Russia. It's transshipment and getting rich off of the transshipment, by the way, because they're going to take their own cut at all points along the way. And, of course, they're going to pocket all the rich profits for themselves. So, as far as I'm concerned, no. No more aid to the Ukraine. We shouldn't have started this whole thing in the first place back in the Maidan coup in, in 2014. Uh, it has been a disaster. We are ruining our relationships with our allies and our status in the world. No more. None. Zero zilch. Uh, if we cannot secure the borders of this country and our own people and our own citizens and their futures, then we have no business trying to defend anybody else. So uh, that's, that's our news and views for the day. Uh, there, I think, now is clear prima facie indication that the Ukrainian war has been a an excuse to transship weapons, launder money, and accomplish all sorts of other objectives other than helping the Ukraine, quote-unquote, defend democracy, unquote. All right, that'll do it for today's news and views. Don't forget, get your comments and questions in early by 10 o'clock tonight. Uh, for the vid chat tomorrow. The vid chat will be at the regular time, although, remember, I'm going to show up early and chances are we'll start early. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views, folks. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye and God bless.